This episode of the B3 Podcast is brought to you by Travis Brett and Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. I didn't know we've changed the name. Well, we sort of rebranded, I guess you'd say. I like the B3. Okay, yeah, B3, I think, is... uh, you know, I wasn't ready for that. More acceptable. I think you. It's because you never, you don't look on social media and see our logo or anything. Well, this is the B three podcast brought to you by Travis Brett, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. We are recording, as usual, on a Wednesday night at Red Bones Bar and Grill. The Todd Father's in the house, taking a drink currently of his drink. He did not order wings. He ordered a pork chop sandwich this week. And I'm going to be happy with it. I know that. I think with the glaze on it. Yeah, I would, that shocked me, glaze. guys. I, I didn't see that coming, that there was a glaze on the pork chop sandwich. Well, and of and course, tater tots. Tater tots. Absolutely. And also, just Thank finished you. his normal oh bourbon sriracha wings. Somebody take a picture of that. Voice of the Vikings Mike DeCourcy, I will take a picture of Todd's pork chop sandwich and immediately put it on Twitter. Yeah, you should. And that is a glaze on there, no doubt about it. Hi, guys. You know uh, what I saw on on um, one of the social media services that I spent so much time on? MySpace? Was, uh, <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> that was good comedy. A little bit accurate, but a lot funny. But was a, a spam... Like a big slice of spam that they cut into fries, yeah. and then they deep fry it. They deep fry it in a uh, breadcrumb. Uh, like a panko? or Yes, what? like okay. a panko. Okay. Wow. Wow. You know, I, the first time I went to Hawaii, I was shocked, and, and I didn't realize it at the time. Now, once you know something, you see it all the time, um, how popular spam oh, yeah. is in Hawaii. I mean, it's on the McDonald's menu, on their breakfast menu, so... Well, anyway, we're already off the rails here on the yeah, podcast. Um, let's talk. Let's start with uh, high school girls sectional action. We 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 got a shock of of Ooh. my shock of the year yeah. in uh, our good friend friend of the show Gretchen Miles and the Hatchets going down last night at home in their own sectional. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll let Todd take the first bite here, and I'll jump in. Uh, you know, while, while while we were calling the Bar Eve. Uh, Vincent's Reve girls game last night, you know, just kind of quarter by quarter, I would get the score and I would kind of show it to you and you would kind of make a, a little bit of face, a little bit of a face. And, you know, you see something as a game that kind of stays a game longer than you think it's going right. to stay a game, yeah. not to sound like a philosopher, but, uh, you know, they, Vincent stayed in that game. Um, you know, I know they were down a player early in the season when they, when, when they played Washington and, uh, yeah, just, just, Stunning, and we'll talk about all the theatrics, I'm sure, here in just a second, and everything that's going on on Todd's favorite you know, platform of any, any social media. But, uh, you know, the, the, the one thing I'll say, and, and whether people from Bar Eve or Washington like to hear it or not, and, and you know, I will never say you – know, Gretchen Miles is a freaking phenomenal coach. Yep. And bar none, end of story, you know, full stop. But Tim Young can also coach basketball, yeah, yeah. and 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 people can, you can get bent out of shape about this or that, or you can say whatever you want to say. But the bottom line is, when he assembles a unit, he has a way of getting uh, you know his girls to buy in. They play incredibly hard, yeah. and and they get better as the season goes on. Well, Marty Ledbetter, we talked to him after he was filming the Reve celebration last night at North Davies, and he he had been at the Hatchet House, and he and I don't know, don't know the exact scenario, but it was something like Washington missed a free throw or something. Vincent comes down, hits a three, and, and he said you could hear Young stand up and just start screaming, "They're human!" Telling his his team, you know, we can we can do this, and they had one turnover and went ten for eleven from the free throw line. I mean. <laughs> Even Gretchen, if you if you talk to her, wait once. Can I get some uh, ketchup? Um, yeah, there what's you the go. matter? Uh, okay. Yeah, get your microphone a little closer. There you go. Even Gretchen, I think that she wasn't greatly surprised because I think she knew how good they were yeah. halfway through the season on. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you know they were, um, and because of that, you know, a very very good season, one of the best season in. Thirty years? Well, yeah, since nineteen ninety-five, I would you know, think. I mean, it, you know, a re- regular season anyway. And you know, a team that my one of my kids doesn't play on. I don't know that I've ever been. I, I was sad to watch that end right. because you know, uh, with with 
my company sold and I was in the middle of a bunch of stuff at work and then we had, you know, we shut down the podcast for a while. We had planned on kind of documenting the season with the Gretchen Miles show and all this and it didn't just because of my real job didn't quite work out, but we had planned on doing that. So, I, you know, I, and I had the, the whole team in last year for a, a panel podcast and they're just such good kids and, and of course we just love her and, 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 and Casey and, and on the bench and, it just it that it was sad. I hated to see their run come to an end. They're such a classy. Well, coach. And, and and talking to Josh on the on the coach's show before this, is the bottom line is when you coach long enough, you you just have these moments that you look back on years later. And uh, you know, I always go back to, you know, what my wife's done, and, and it's you know, you look at success and you look at all these pictures around and. Dude, you don't remember the bad moments, yeah. and and there's been a a lot of nights where we go home after a stunning defeat and you sit on the couch and you go, how did that just happen? Right. And it sucks. And, and the thing with Gretchen and, you know, to add perspective with, 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 with the Washington fans is she's got talent stacked up oh. all the way back. I, the program's in great shape. The freshman group's and, good. Well, and, here's where I'm going to jump in today. I was over there doing something on Washington wrestling. Uh, they've got semi state this weekend and the eighth grade was practicing out at Lena Dunn. And I saw whole Steve Reed's second daughter, who's got to be six one. Yeah. And there was a girl who um, was an inch and a half taller than her. Yeah. And they could both move on the floor, you know. They, and and there's two other six footers that are freshmen wow. right now. Yeah. yeah. Freshmen sophomore. Yeah, and and I know they've got size, you know, at the in the freshman level, and, <laughs> and so yeah, I mean, it, the cupboard's not bare, but I, that that senior class had so much success from their sophomore year on and and uh just it, it, I hate to see that that end so early because you know last year can see it doesn't get hurt before the first regional game and and who knows how far they go there so anyway so yeah that, it, that season it, came in no it, it it sucks but and i haven't sent gretchen a message yet i will but there there will be a point in 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 five years or ten years where you'll look back and this will just be a uh, a, a blip on their radar yeah. and 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 things will get better but that doesn't mean it doesn't suck today yeah, and it right. and it sucks today i sent her a text this morning and she sent me one back thanking me that's great put your microphone up closer to your mouth sorry man i there you go he's got his he's got I his, got his apple he's cinnamon glaze his pork chops in well that does look good i'll give you that yeah Got that going for you. Hey, real quick, Travis Brett, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance, 304 JFK Avenue, 295-3129, one agent for all your insurance needs, and that includes auto, home, life, business, annuities, farm. They've got health plans, Medicare supplements, dental vision, you name it. they got one agent for all your insurance needs, Travis Brett in Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. And he's my agent. And he is the agent of the Vikings. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Thank you, Travis Brett. I, I need to start incorporating their um, stop knocking on wood. I like that. Yeah. Um, we saw a as what I call as good of a effort by a team that only scored 19 points you're ever going to see last night. The Barry Lady Vikings uh, named the cliche, left it all on the court, whatever. They busted their ass and, and gave Reve a, a game when, what, three weeks ago they got beat 51-19. to 19. I was sore when I woke up today, <laughs> and, I, and I tried to figure out why. And I think you know it was it was because of of that game. And man, it was physical. And it's you know you had that uh, the the whole sectional seemed physical. And you you know anytime things get rough and tumble, and you, you look at the other team and you go, well, it's because we're playing right, that. Right. Maybe, just maybe, Brino, <laughs> it's because of her own Barry well, Vikings. there you go. Because, yeah. because the, 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 the only way that they could give themselves a chance last night was to make it muddy and ugly and physical. And did they need to make more shots? Yes. Yeah. But, you know, like I, like I told you in the second quarter, when a team's locked in, you see that communication, not on offense but on defense. And, and they were physical they did miss assignments. They communicated. They moved each other around. They gave themselves a shot. But when when you've got a a one A 1A team that has that amount of size, you're you're your back's against the How wall. How do you stop a talented six foot three girl in class A? 
Well, we stopped one of them. Unfortunately, well. <laughs> unfortunately, they have two, yeah. and uh, and that one scored uh, the freshman Anna. I believe it's Anna. Yeah, Mary's the sophomore. Scored. Um, depending on whose scorebook you look at, I'm sure mine was wrong. It I was had her right. For, 100. I double checked it today. I had her for 30. Todd had her for 28. But either way, they Todd, only had 32. Todd's wrong. Yeah, and uh, that. I mean, and 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 she was working for them. I mean, she, you know, she had some putbacks, but oh, yeah. there, you know. We've got one girl over six foot. You, she can't guard them both, and so you know there were some lobs over the top. But, but uh, you know, Barry shut down the halter girl. They shut her down. Absolutely, she probably went zero for fifteen minimum on the on the night. Um, but like you said, they were locked in, and they even I, uh, the, the Lady Vikings had a look in their eye even last night that I, I really think. There's always been sort of this mentality that, well, is Barry volleyball players just kind of play? Last night, they were basketball players. Yeah. I mean, they were locked in that basketball game, and I hope that's a springboard because the only thing that's going to hold them back from really, really competing with good teams is ball handling and shooting, and that's just a matter of handling the basketball and shooting it. And, and that's... And that's all you can do. And and those are luckily, like you talked about before we got on here, those are those are skills you can work on in a gym by yourself, in a driveway by yourself. That's right. And and uh, you know, hopefully, had a lot a lot of young girls. I'll tell you a funny story here. My uh, Lancaster, you'll you'll love this. My wife is an angel, and I know you both know that. My 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 third grade daughter, who you both have had you know some interactions with, Todd more than Brian. Amber had to take a bottle of water from her last night why you might ask when Reve rushed the floor she was ready to chuck <laughs> the bottle of water at the Reve fans so I, I guess what I'm trying to say is a there's some aggression down in the line but b you've got third grade girls who they've watched a lot of winning whether it's volleyball boys basketball whatever and and they expect it and and they're they're putting in the time in the lower grades and they're and they're fired up about it and they love Lacey as a as yep. a teacher and a coach and, and and it's going to happen. How long is it going to take? That's that's the issue. But um, no, you she know, won eleven games. Yeah, but, she won eleven games and ended up in the sectional final her freshman. Her first and year. and really, looking back, I can count at least three losses that if we played them now instead yep. of in November, yep. we win. I mean, th th without question. And and one, um, we got blown out that we would win today. I think so. You know, it, it's uh, it it. We're on a we're on a we're on a good trend, and I like that about about your daughter. I like it when they're pissed off. Yeah, hey, I mean that's that's it. We're we're fired up, and man, that's you know. I, I asked I asked her today, and she said, "Mom took my bottle." I said, "Why did mom take your bottle?" Because I was going to throw it at him. I said, "No, you weren't." And you know, I I, I think she was probably playing chicken, but. Uh, you know, she 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 likes the leader of the Lady Vikings, and 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 she likes to play hoops, and you know, she's excited to play her first game on real game on Sunday, where they get to actually steal the ball, and not play half court. So uh, that's good. You know, she's ready to roll, and 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 I think uh, I think it just portends to the idea that you know the the foundation is being laid all the way back to that, some really younger grades. Absolutely, and 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 I think. There, there's an excitement around the program, and, and I think, and I, I, I said this last year, and I still stick by it, when Hannah Graber came out for basketball, when Anna Ballinger came out for basketball her senior year, it showed everybody you can play both sports, folks, and, and you can be incredibly successful in both sports. Yep. So, um, so good, and I know Lacey's got the full – the full support of, of everybody, including the volleyball coach, yeah, especially the <laughs> yeah, yeah the, so, especially the volleyball coach. So I think that that uh, there's there's good things there's good things coming. Um, speaking of throwing bottles, I don't have this on my list, but I watched last night and finished it uh, this afternoon before I came over here. Did you, have you guys seen the Woodstock '99 documentary? Not yet, but I've heard. It. I kept I kept threatening to watch it with my brother and and we just never did because we've watched that Went Biscuit set at Woodstock oh, yes. 99 a what, what, million what, times. What uh, what platform is it on? 
Uh, HBO Max. HBO Max, got it. Okay, yep. good deal. Um, so it, it, you know, Bill Simmons is the executive producer. Of, right. Yeah. I knew. I knew that. Wait, That's wait, why you said it was throwing on the bottles, and it reminded me. Yeah. And, and we, we we could do a whole show on that documentary. It's awesome. So when you watch that, we'll we'll okay. talk about we'll talk. it more. But a lot of bottles thrown in that. Can we go to IU and Purdue right now? Uh, oh, yeah, Lord well, God. yeah, because I that, I had that. I've got that on the top of my uh, get your get your hot take button ready because oh, I'm going to piss some people off probably. But go ahead with your. I don't know what topic. I don't know what I used kids were suspended for. You may on sort of. I, 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 I hold on. I, I I still have a few media contacts from my um, years doing that. Thank you, Todd, for that, by the way. Um, and I I, I got a little bit of uh, insight today, and um, I'm anxious to see because I was told by somebody else that's got a source that told me. So I oh well, I, I want to hear what your source says. Um, that. They either missed curfew or went out, but they did not have weed on them, but were under the influence and reeked of it. Yeah, uh, yeah, what I was told. yeah, pretty close. Yeah, just they're out in Chi Town, as as Kanye would say, and and uh, you know, it's. So I'd heard they were running a prostitution ring. Okay, well, so am I wrong? I, I think you're probably wrong, okay. Todd. That's Indiana State. <laughs> <laughs> How do you? You know, when I think back about, uh, I almost called him Thompson. <laughs> Sorry, Josh. Uh, <laughs> Woodson. Wasn't his freshman year the year that, that they got, got hit with the kids uh, with the weed? That was a great Alaskan shootout situation. Yeah. 77? 78. Oh, really? I don't, I don't remember this. Yep. I don't remember here. 1978. No, that was the Coach Knight sent everybody home, basically. I think eight players. So, uh, which Kentucky had the same thing. Let's see in that because I remember Jay Scheidler and Sam Bowie yeah. had missed a couple of games because of it as well. But uh, no, but I heard what you heard, and and the one thing my hot take that I will give on IU is people in in our area, and I know Todd is a Purdue grad, and you know, quite frankly, when I was a little kid, it was. IU and anybody that played Purdue. Right. And, and now that I'm going to tell you a great story about Matt Painter here in a second. But Purdue never has these issues. Ever. I mean, I know they have a thing here or a thing there. But at IU in recent times, it's just it's been one thing after another. Isaac Haas was a bit of a PR problem. Well, that was a PR. That was a, an individual issue. Right. But, you know, at IU, it's, it's, it's been insufferable. They, they, they've... They've collected players that are collectively hard to root for. And, you know, with this transfer portal, that's one thing everybody's going to – everybody says, well, you know, you can go out and get a senior and you're, you're, you're going to get old and you're going to stay old. Well, you got to be careful about right. the dude that's on his third school. Right. Because yep. he's on his third school for a reason. For a reason. And, 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 you know, culturally, Purdue is so superior to Bar-Eva. And, and here's my story. 2009, it's the year of the Josh Turner uh, shot at North Davies where Trey Hughes' shot gets waved off. North Davies wins. Controversy galore. And that year, Travis Madison and I, when he was still the principal, we took the Vikings to uh, Banker's Life to watch the state finals. And our boy, Matt Painter, Tom Crean had just been hired, and he was sitting down in the front row. Coincidentally, he was sitting, Todd, by the governor of the state of Indiana. Okay. Otis Bowen? Not, not Otis Bowen, not Doc, but Mitch Daniels. <laughs> so Matt Same Painter guy. is sitting in the second level with us, and, man, he buddies up to Travis right away. And they're talking, and they're talking, and they're talking, and they're talking. And basically, you know, Matt Painter, Coach Painter, looks at Travis, and Travis in his head goes, he thinks I'm Toby because oh. they played – all of this stuff against each sure. other. Toby coached here and coached there and, and everything else. And finally, after talking for about 15 minutes, Coach Painter looks at Travis and says, so, what's Toby up to now? <laughs> he knew that Travis and Toby were brothers. And he wow. was sitting in the second deck, no Purdue gear on. He had a button-down shirt, jeans on. He was the most normal guy in the building. And you can see why people want to go play for him. Well... And, and like I said, my daughter was there at 9 o'clock last night when the game with tip-off happened, and she, she said at midnight, the best, best game environment she's ever been to. And she's been to some good ones in, in, in the three years that, that, yeah. you know, that she's been there. And that's right now. The, the, the Mackey Arena environment is, is... Ivy number one in the draft. 
Uh, he did some things in the second half last night that I've not that I've not seen done in a college game, and and I'm going to tell you a guy who I have got a comp for, and I, I don't want to get a you know basketball nerd on you. Please do, but no, but Ja Morant who plays for 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 the Memphis Grizzlies. I'm not going to say he's Michael Jordan, but I he's ever last week by the way about Jaden. Yeah, no, he's every bit of that. Like he did. I mean, that. you're going to have to really convince me that he's not the number one pick in the draft. Yeah. And and I don't think I don't think Jaden Ivey should be because he's got a couple of downsides, incredibly sky high upsides, but a couple of downsides. I don't his, know his, that downsides hurt you anymore. No, I, yeah. I don't. I don't either. His decision making sometimes uh, involves himself before it involves his teammates. I I don't disagree, but also that's what a two guard in the NBA is going to be about. Yeah. Well, so. what what'll probably I just want to ask this question. I just want to know what's changed. Can I get? A, can I get another one? I'll get one too. What's changed at IU? We they can't. Sh- I almost said we. I'm not on the team. Yeah. They can't shoot. They're really good one day and not very good the next, or they come out flat in the, in the big game after the last one. Disciplinary problems. Mm. What? Tell me what? What's different in the Mike Woodson era that well, we haven't seen what's before? What's different in the uh, in the um, uh, the, the guy from Oklahoma, Sam, um, Kelvin Sampson. Kelvin well, Sampson. I, we can, I don't think so. We can talk about the <laughs> Kelvin Sampson era because we, we smelled it walking into North Davies that one year. Um, I, I, you know, that's where I think we gotta, we got to give Woodson a little time because and, – and, and, and one thing I heard today, I, you know, I remember I, – you know, I forget what year it was, but you had Henner Perea who had, a, who had a DUI. He literally ran over a teammate. Devin Davis, who, yeah. who, who, who head, ran his head over, ran his head over, who ended up at Houston after he transferred out. And Hannah Perea played the first game of that season. That happened on Halloween night. Yep. <laughs> I mean, there was there was no there was no repercussions, and that's where I think, you know, obviously, you know, Woodson has reshaped some things, but this is where I just think, you know, culturally, that's where I know. Purdue looks for Purdue guys, and I remember, and Todd will love me because I am I am just laying on the sword tonight. Sasha Stefanovic didn't make the Indiana All-Star team. And I'm thinking, why are you recruiting? But his dad played with Dan, against Dan Dawkins. Hey, easy. I know you guys are having a beef. But I, I, I just remember thinking, why would you recruit somebody who's not even good enough to make the Indiana All-Star team? And you find out, you get them in, you redshirt them. By the time they're a freshman, they've been there for two years. And, it, and it's almost like you do a little mind trick to them, and they're happy to just get on the floor just a little bit. And then boom, 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 and they and they stair step their way up, and they're and they're incredible, and 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 culturally, that's what you expect. He got Trey Kaufman right to redshirt to redshirt to redshirt. This kid could have went anywhere in the United States. He basically got jobbed on making the McDonald's All American team. I think he probably got. I'm not going to say he got job being Mr. Basketball because uh, Caleb first beat us a couple say, times. A but I'm saying wanna. you know, but but coming into the season, he was the clear Mr. Basketball, for, you know, front runner, yeah. and 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 you convince a kid like that who's and been coddled kid, his whole career to to redshirt Matt Waddell's yeah. kid, and I, then they've got the, they've got lawyer um, from Homestead. Um, who's a stud from Homestead? Come yeah, Fletcher lawyer. Fletcher lawyer. Yeah. You know, these are these are guys Purdue didn't use. It used to be Purdue got nothing How out of get anywhere. How do we get back on Purdue? Well, they've got nothing out of the three one seven. They used to get yeah. nothing out of the eight one two, which is you know. Yeah. But, they, but they would they would they would get kids out the region, get kids out of Fort Wayne. Yeah. But you know, and and that's not the case anymore. No. Yeah. Well, and I'm not, I mean, I'm not sitting here saying that I don't like Mike Woodson or I just wanted to ask the question, like, as we sit right now, and I was furious watching that game Saturday afternoon, I, oh I, and, and I texted you and Josh, and, and yeah. Josh told me to calm down. Well, but, the, the best part about that is, 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 is Josh was coaching, I think, second-grade basketball at that point, so he, did, he hadn't seen any of it, and then he, he uh, I don't know if he sent it to the group or to just me later. He's like, "Oh God, this that was bad." Oh my God! It it was there. You'd have Jackson Davis in the post, four guys on the perimeter. One is doing something. The one throwing it in there, and then four guys stand and watch. And if it did happen to come back out, the other three stood and watched. Yeah. It was 
Like, yeah. my God, yeah. I'm not a basketball coach, and I don't claim to be, although I was 1-0 for eighth-grade girls last yes. year. Yes, you were. Thank you. High. But, um, my God, it doesn't take a genius to watch television. Two, two things about, about the Indiana brand, because you like the brand. One, the people that remember Bob Knight, the people that remember the glory days, they're old now. They're my age. You know what I mean? They're old. Not as old as the average University of Evansville cra- home crowd, but old. <laughs> but there's such a disconnect between what they remember, what they thought, what they felt. The thing. And wh- what that, te- that team is no different this than would, the Arkansas team that ended up beating uh, Auburn last night. This you would have I mean? it's been. A team. This would have been the before the. Let's see. Would that have been the Crean hire? I don't know. One of their hires. And and they were talking about uh, uh, Mark Few. Is it Mark Few from Gonzaga? Yeah. Come it, but he might come. Like, what dream Why? world are you Why? people you living in? You are not that program anymore. And nope. listen, folks, we, and I'm going to say we this time, even though I'm not on the team, we are still not that program for crying out loud. I mean, we're storming the court. No offense. We're storming the court to beat Purdue. Yeah. Uh, no we doubt. don't storm and, and the court if <sighs> Purdue goes one two five. They look like a traditional basketball team. That's probably why they're Indiana's team right now because they look like a traditional Indiana. Ba- Butler was the same way mm-hmm. when Butler was having their success. Mm-hmm. By the way, there's a team that overshot. Uh, uh, yeah, with a conference change. Yeah, Indiana. Because you know that Indiana basketball fans are the best basketball fans and the most knowledgeable like, in the nation. Like, like my overrated Cardinal fans. Uh, yes, like, like, pretty much. What they like, what they look at, doesn't look anything like IU. It, it looks like Butler did. It looks like Purdue mm-hmm. does. Um, and, and that's that's kind of where it is. They're I just, miss the days when you, if you couldn't watch the game, you VCR'd it, 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 it. And the entire state didn't go to church because the Bob Knight show was on at 10 o'clock on Sunday morning. I mean, I miss those days of hating Purdue and hating the little, idiot little Lou Henson. Ladies, and a, yeah. Little old ladies with a transistor yeah. radio. I love when Bob ear. Knight would come out. And, and listen, I'm not a Bob Knight apologist. I can go on about that, too. Well, and, I am. But, uh, you <laughs> know, he comes out and reads all the Illinois players that are up for for the big all-Big Ten team and, and wonder why they're, you know, at 500 and but yeah it, it's just not that anymore and and i don't know that there ever will be again because i mean there's well, they're, there's they're, a lot of really good college basketball teams out of there right. as southern El- or southern indiana is probably going to find out as they go d1 well it's not easy although if they take the same path bellerman took uh they'll be good fast just recruit bar reef kids wow there you go i like it i like it well you know what? There's that one. says a lot about Kurt Hof that he's playing at that level. Absolutely. Did let me ask this in the right way? Did he get oh. looked at by enough schools? Um, Kurt, yeah. Speaking I, of Kurt Hof, yeah, I think so. Pronouns, I, pal. Yeah, pronouns, pal. No, I yeah, I think I think he did. And, and what a lot of people don't know, and I wish Josh was here. Um, and everybody will go. That's not true. Well, I'm freaking going to tell you, it's I'm true. I like the Hof whisperer. No. But but I, you know, it was election day of 2020 when, when IU missed on, on Trey Kaufman that they called. And here's what they wanted. They wanted Kurt to come. And basically, when we have extra scholarships, he can have one. But they wanted, you know, they wanted that, that two-for-one kid, the kid, hey, if we don't hit our allotted 13 scholarships, we'll give it to you or we'll give it to him his second year. I mean, it happened. You know, Coach Thompson will, Coach Brian Walsh at, at IU, it it happened. Now, was he recruited the same way that 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 some of these? No, he wasn't because he was a he was a backup plan. But but Kurt had he had great offers. Um, you know, Evansville and Akron and Central Michigan and and you know mid major, yeah. and and he just he just said you know hey when I got to Bellarmine it was. Every, you know, the, the the campus, the endowment, everything was perfect. And, well, and, and that's the thing. If 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 and and me being a, a, an old fashioned IU mark, if they even said, "Hey, we're going to give you a free lunch well, plan," I'm uh, probably and, going. And, and I, I, I hope I'm not violating Kurt's trust now or Josh's by talking about this. But the day that it happened, you know, Officer Mark Bledsoe and myself, we we took him next door, 
And we said, Kurt, you know, do, do you understand what this means? And he's like, I, I, yeah, I understand what it means. And, and, and we said, Kurt, you can literally, you know, pick a, you know, put a map of the state of Indiana in front of you and close your eyes and throw a dart. And by the time you're, you're graduated, you can have a job wherever yeah. you want, doing yeah. whatever you want. And, and I remember that day he told, he told Mark and I, and you can ask Mark about it. He just said, you know, I, he said, but, but Bellarmine, we're going to play Gonzaga and we're going to play Duke and we're going to UCLA and UCLA. And he, he'd already had that planted in his head and, and, you know, obviously made the right decision for him. Yeah. So are we yeah. happy about the screaming Eagles? Oh, I'm happy. I, I think it's cool. I, I read a thing. And again, I, I have no way to vet this. It was a Facebook post of somebody else of somebody else, but said that the students, the athletes all voted against it. The student athletes and faculty all voted against it. That's shocks. Me I, I, I got something from our old friend, Anna Ballingy and, um, you know, I, I, and I uh, kind of got down the rabbit hole, but yeah, like, like 48% of their student body. And I, and I think a lot of the student body, they're probably miss they misunderstand the the you know the buckets that your academic fees and your athletic stuff it, it's 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 different buckets yeah. and 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 usi going d1 is going to cost the chemistry major at usi nothing right it's not going to cost you anything so why do you think they would have voted i think because it was a mis i think it was think a misinformation were, campaign okay. i really do i don't i don't who, see though? from whom I, I i just think people who U E. Yeah, yeah right yeah like you know or, or or there's just people who who feel like they've got their niche and 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 once they're they're outside of that comfort zone you know who, who knows it's a big scary world because there have been teams that have transitioned to d1 who are you know, they're not, they're not, they're not ready. They're not cut out. They're and nobody is going to come see you play Eddie McMorris State or whomever they right. Have no, it, it's it's but, going but to show change. up for, right, and, and, and and that's where as a, that student body, if they catch lightning in a bottle one time and and, and go to the big dance, trust me, that student well, body will change their mind. Well, fast. and not only that, but when I was a student there on Thursday night, I mean, did we go to games? Yeah, but you know what, playing Lewis on Thursday right. night. But, na- but yeah, McKendry. Even, na- now, even if you know some of the players, it's still no, not. The but same. Na- but now you know e- Eastern Illinois, Belmont, who goes to the tournament every year, Austin P, who's been to the tournament a bazillion times, and maybe maybe you get that 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 greatest non-conference player, game. That, greatest that, player from Austin P. Who is it? Fly Williams. Thank you. Yeah, I he gets hashtag Nathan Lester. He, he gets a great big star. For okay, that one. Um, you get a free pork chop sandwich. Yes, I did. Red Bones. But I know there's already been talk about about you know Bruce Pearl bringing his Auburn team to to break oh, the wow. D1 barrier in awesome. and, and 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 just um, listen. I actually you know, right now I'd like to see Arkansas. Everybody that lives <laughs> that lives Why are you so hateful? that listens to this podcast knows my absolute love of Marty Simmons. I kind of wish Marty's at my alma mater, Eastern Illinois. I sort of wish he wasn't there. I wish he'd come back to USI, have success, and stick it up those purple asses, to tell you the truth. <laughs> because that – that now, talk about switching divisions. Yeah. It needs to go the other way. Well, and, and, that, and is, that's where – not, not being, you know it, – it, I'm just glad there's a, a school in Evansville that wants to be D1. Right, right. And, and, and the purple one doesn't. And they, and they do not, and they've – They've lost all momentum, and and as we've learned in any sports or life endeavor, when you lose momentum, man, it's it's virtually impossible That's to where get I back. Am right now. They fell I've in love. All momentum. They fell in love with Walter McCarty, and they found out that that was not a good decision. No. And uh, they had something good going. And I'm telling you, there wasn't enough people there watching on a lot of nights. But when we lived there, we had season tickets, and we sat the second row behind the visitors bench. We had a blast during those Colt Ryan years. And man, was it fun when they beat Butler, and we saw some beat Wichita State one night. I mean, They've just got some a fantastic. Too. And their yeah. branding problem is, I'm telling you, on most games, and let's not let's take the Wichita States out of the equation. Let's take the Butler games out of the equation. Um, who else? Who else ever was good? Random night, Illinois State comes to town. The average age in that fucking Ford Center was. Let's say you cut out the elementary crowd. The average age of an adult in that place sometimes was in its 60s. Going back and forth and, up to those little uh, places where you get the nice drinks. Oh, my God. Now, they, uh, they did have the cool thing that I'd never seen that before, the beer that goes on the bottom. 
where they fill it from the fill bottom, from the bottom. Yeah, put the magnet in there, but don't let your kid poke it because it will come out all over you. Real quick, let's take a quick break here to talk about Casa Sevilla in Odin, Indiana. All your Mexican favorites, they'll cater your large events, your large groups, and as a uh, the, the former host of B3, his wife celebrated a birthday this week, and I guarantee you Blake's wife a big frozen <laughs> margarita as she used to advertise all the time. But give Casa Sevilla a call, 812-636-2000. And the, may, the restaurant that fed the Voice of the Vikings dinner before the sectional final last Well, night. Lancaster, I'm going to tell you something. I haven't, I haven't hit you with this yet. I wore my white pullover last night to the sectional championship game and I got I don't remember seeing that uh, my white Barry pullover I got some I got some chili Colorado on it I was my burrito was about to or my tortilla was about to bust I leaned over splattered sad and I I just said I'm doing my best Todd father right here I got I got I got food on my <laughs> chest I don't remember seeing that white pullover last night at all <laughs> the six, whole, the, the, six three six two thousand call Casa Sevilla and get some Mexican food well, I all think, over your shirt. I think that is. No, I, I do. Think I had a dessert for later. A snack. You know, Chili all right, let, let's, let's go. About the third quarter, he's licking, <laughs> licking his let's shirt. Go to the take third rail. Let's go to the third rail. Oh, God. Which is the Mexican dessert. Do you go with the fried ice cream ever? Is it ever even on your uh, uh, it's, agenda? It's not on. It Todd, never is. I've never consciously. Ordered dessert at a Mexican restaurant. That's, that's my question. That's my whole thing. I, have you I will take you one further. On my own, I don't know that I've ever ordered dessert in a restaurant. Now, if I'm with Kirsten or or some other people, I don't think I've ever ordered dessert at a restaurant. I, well, you're, I'm, I think I might be right there with you. What is the name of the place in French Lick? No, Brick Street? No, no. In, in the... Uh, oh, like 1875? 1875. Oh, yeah, yeah. They have got a... Um, they have got a carrot cake there that is worth the $26 that you I, pay for. I will tell you one of my favorite odd stats. The best bread pudding I've ever had is at the buffet at Banker's Life Fieldhouse. <laughs> it was the best okay. bread pudding ever. And uh, if I got you, no problems with bread pudding. No, it good stuff. What else do I have on my list here? We talked about girls basketball. Real quick, I've got a... Uh, a uh, uh, request in to Sandra Walter, the IHAA assistant commissioner over the officials department to talk about her initiatives and getting new officials. Um, I can, for, I, I just I, I I'd like to talk to her. About a year ago about that when, when and she was, she was very, but it, it comes down to this. People don't want to officiate because most fans and parents are assholes. Well, well and, and they're I, really I, good I, officials from the, from the stands, but that's why I want to talk to her. I want to talk to her, A, because we've, we've bitched on this podcast in a previous life about the, while you need officials really bad, that no one, I, I didn't see any initiatives. Sandra Walt, Walter has, has, has instituted those, so I like it, but I want to talk to her about some of the issues and what's keeping people, especially women, from officiating. Well, and, that, and that's where I, I, I think, you know, the things you've talked about, about, you know, implementing it in a curriculum i think it's a i think that's a brilliant yeah, idea yeah. and 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 there's so many officials that i know that started you know our friend nick weiniger from just up the road who's uh good good lord he's probably in his 20th year of officiating now i mean he started when he was a student at iu just to make some extra money and he you know he told the story about the first varsity game he ever had was the uh i think it was the southridge jasper game you know right before christmas and they needed a fill-in and he's 21 years old and boom he's got it yeah and and i'm you know i'm not saying we need to throw you know college kids into situations like that but you know now his, his social life a lot of his, his friends and his acquaintances what's what's it built around it's mm -hmm. built around that that community and, and there's a lot of good ones that have started early and i think that is you know, a, a brilliant idea by the IHSAA. Our old little buddy DK yep. is, is officiating now. Yep. And he's a kid who loves sports. Yep. Loves basketball. Um, but but there's, there's, there's a generational shift to where kids that age will, will not be, allow themselves to be abused right. by fans. It, it's just not worth it to them. I made a joke about the University of Evansville basketball crowd. What's the average age of officials 
that we've seen this year doing girls' games or the boys' games you go to. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, we need young blood. It, it, yeah, it, it's it's the same solution. And I, you know, talking to a lot of those guys is 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 you know, I've uh, a couple of Dave Cavanaugh, for example, has you know, do they hang on a year or two longer than they than they want to because they're worried about you know, like George Jones says, who's going to fill those shoes? That's right. Yeah. I don't I thought know. You said, "Don't come home drinking with loving on your mind." Stop talking. But I, we 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 need as a group we need fan support on this because we saw an example the other night. Listen, God bless the WC girls basketball team. I mean, they they're out there trying their best. They were going to lose that game by multiple digits, and you've got a fan that I thought at one point was going to walk out on the floor after that official at a timeout and like, come on folks like yeah you and, can and yell yell from the crowd yeah in that situation i mean that <laughs> was literally just kids battling for a loose ball yeah. i mean it was nothing more Which than is that 75 percent of girls basketball yeah. so let's talk about that real quick before we move on the girls basketball officiating these games are incredibly physical we had a we, we talked to uh, one of the Bari parents last night who says, why can't we get a clean officiating game like you see in a boys game? I got the answer. Is that, is that the officials or is that the players? Because nobody has called fouls <clears throat> every time that you try to grab the ball away from somebody else's waist and you tackle and you, you know, bear hug. Okay, you don't bear hug the ball. Okay, get the ball, bring it down, get rid of it. Yeah. Okay, but they've allowed that to go on, and it's in girls' basketball. It wouldn't be two seconds in, in, in a boys' game. You know, and, they, and I don't know why they don't call that. Is it just not a foul? I, I know in a lot of the games, especially with, with maybe a couple of teams that aren't real strong, if you called everything, we'd be there all night, oh, then you'd have everybody saying, my God, they're calling every – but – there is a difference in the level, and I you're I gonna be there all night I, I, on, on jump balls. Yeah, well, you're right, and I can't f think if we still jumped it up after after every one of those. Oh yeah, but I I don't know if that's I don't know if it's more the way it's officiated or if it's the just the difference in the girls' game versus the boys' game. But there is definite difference, and what happens in the girls' game and Deco, we've seen it a bunch of times. Things start to get out of control. <laughs> On a regular basis, it, 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 it spirals quick, and and it certainly seems like you know there's a lot of times where, you know, we have to go and we've got to get you reestablish control of the game um, more so than anything else. But you know, I've heard officials say before, people who've done you know college games, and you know, everybody's like, well, how can you officiate the Big Ten? I've heard officials say, man, it's easier to officiate you know Division One college games than it is high school games. Yeah, you know, it's incredibly hard to difficult. And I know a lot of boys officials, including some of which I've just talked about, who are just like, you know what? I just prefer to do boys games. Yeah. And, you know, because of the, you know, where do you draw the line on what, on, on, on what you're going to call and how long, and, you know, do you want to call jump balls? Do you want to call fouls? Do you want to, and, 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 and that's where I think, you know, girls and boys are going to be different. You've got to officiate them differently. And I think maybe, you know, a little subconsciously, we, we hold girls to a lower standard when we probably shouldn't. Guess what? You know, if, if we started calling everything that was a foul, everything they, that was, they would adapt. They would have changed. Guess yeah, what? That's you know, point. They're, that's they're, my point. they're not, yeah. you know, pretty shiny little butterflies as much as we love our daughters. They can they can figure it out and move on, too. And, Todd, you're right. I hadn't really thought of it, but you're right. I'm, I'm sitting here picturing grab a rebound, and instead of facing, turning, throw – a lot of times in the girls' sport, right it's just clutch. Yeah, you're right. And, and That's a good problem, point. One of the problems is, without coming across like Jimmy the Greek or, or somebody <laughs> like that here, um, you just don't have the hand strength. And it's easier to pull the ball away from a, a lot of girls because they just don't have the hand strength. And girls tend to hit the floor. Oh, my God. Violently. Violently. More than, than what the boys do. So, yeah, I don't know. It'd be something. I hope we can it's get her on. It's a different game. And... and um, you know, it, there are things that could improve the girls' game greatly. Um, to, on to boys real quick. It seems like uh, they've been on vacation. Bar Reeve hasn't played since January 31st. I didn't realize North Davis hadn't played since January 29th. Yeah, uh, talking to our mutual friend John Mullen, and, uh, who was so awesome on the podcast a couple yes, weeks ago. Uh, you know, I, 
he just said, you know, what, what's what's the game plan on Friday night at South Knox? How, how are you guys? And uh, he said, you know, it's a real tricky situation, you know, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, well, we haven't played since here, and they haven't played since here. And I didn't really realize it about Nordale because I've been yeah. joking to you. Like, God dang, Barry's on vacation, and, and it's actually been yeah. longer for Well, that's where I was worried about the South Knox, and I'm still worried about the South Knox. Settle down, Vern, Indiana. But, but uh, you know, South Knox played two days before we did last, so – you know, we'll be on a on a twelve day break by the time we play Friday night. North Knox will be on a on a on a, on a two week break. Yeah, yeah. Um, Washington actually plays tomorrow night. Picked up a game. Listen, uh, um, kudos to the Hatchet program picking up Brownstown Central. I mean, that's a it. It wasn't like they went out and picked up a cupcake for sure. Well, that cupcake would have been Vincennes, and True. Vincennes wouldn't schedule. Oh, is that right? Yes. Are we getting hot takes here? Hot take <laughs> alert. We need to get a theme song for the you know, hot we've take kinda, alert. We've kind of um, been in love with Lincoln because of the ugly incident. Right. Um, a couple of weeks ago. Well, that doesn't change the fact that they're Owen but they've whatever. Had, but they've had, they've had, they had multiple opportunities to play Washington. Yeah, and, and, that's, to not take and that's where I'll say, and we can get into whatever incidents you want to get into, but Vincent's not playing Washington is criminal and 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 whoever is deciding to uh dance around that sh- shame on you I can tell because, you, I because can tell you be- who it isn't it's not it, it's are they not, not the same conference anymore no no they're, they're that, oh so Vin yeah Vincent's is SIAC for now okay I uh, Washington were- is in the 37 team pocket yeah. athletic conference I thought they but went together okay. for for as long as they've played and as it, shame on them. It's it's not about the coach that's zero and sixteen or no. the or or the um, hurt community that can't win a game or the athletic director, um, you know who. It, it's about the kids. And guess what? I would I would bet you a freaking dollar right now that those that those Vincennes kids want to play that game, and you know some some adult. Somewhere is screwing the whole thing up. Yeah, no. Well, shocking. Um, shocking about that. Uh, let's see, what else? So, so Washington has uh, Brownstown Central and then my favorite, Bloomfield. That's going to be a, that's a that's tough matchup, yeah, for Yeah, Washington. your favorite. Yeah, uh, Bar Reef, South Knoxwood Memorial. I don't think that's going to be a problem. Magody loses in overtime last night to Bedford, which – I was wrapped up in the girls' sectional, and I, I didn't even pay attention to that that said, game uh, was Bledsoe happening. Paid, yeah, Bledsoe, we, yeah. we sent out a tweet today congratulating him on his 1,000th. Uh, Lagodi's got Mitchell and Evansville Modern Day this weekend. And we know Modern Days can, can, can play a little basketball. So they, North, yeah, they can. North Davis has North Knox in Bloomfield. So, um, so Bloomfield's got a tough couple of days. Yeah, there you go. But North Davis, uh, I'm anxious to see what what give us your, again. Give us your opinions on, on Bloomfield. Well, <laughs> uh, I've been critical. Let's say this, but they did play Lagodi tough, and so I'm I'm gonna be anxiously awaiting that. Um, I don't know how many how much you want to talk about this Pacers deal. Uh, I, I think they I think they were in sell mode, and I saw uh, somebody that I'm Facebook friends with. That I, I don't know if I mentioned his name, but he was saying, well, we should be trading we. Pacers, we should be trading people and get people that can play right now. Well, when you're in sell mode, that's not what you're doing. Uh, uh, However, yeah. I think they've got their point guard in the future. What Sacramento was doing in giving, uh, giving what's his, the hell of Oz? Halliburton, yeah. Halliburton away. I've got his <laughs> stats here. He's averaging 32 minutes, 13-6. This is a career, by the way, two years. 46-and-a-half field goal percentage, 41% behind the line. That's what I think people look at. He's a great pull-up shooter off the dribble from everything I've heard. I, I haven't watched a lot of Sacramento basketball. And he's he's two years under still his rookie contract, and the team has the option for four more. Well, and that's – What that, a fucking deal. That's where I think the Pacers need to – they're an NBA purgatory where they're always right on that 500, Yeah, you know – and that's no place to be. And like I say, I was just like, "What? You you can't be in sell mode and get players that are going to help you right now." Both, and by God, they did it. So I don't know. And I hate to see Sabonis go, but you know what? Eh. Yeah, we, you, yeah. Can, you can. I never knew ye. Yeah, exactly. Uh, where are we at on Ozark? Did you finish last week? Finished. I finished. 
You did finish. finish. Both oh. you finished? I oh, yeah. oh, I didn't think we had. Yep, we're finished. So, okay, folks, I'm going to give you 10 seconds here. I'm going to vamp for a minute while you tune out because we're going to talk about Ozark for uh, a few minutes here, and then you can come back. Hit the fast-forward button 60 seconds a couple of times, and we'll All be right, done. All right, I didn't see Darlene getting shot. Oh, I <laughs> I was ready to shoot Darlene well, myself. Yes. I, the, the best part is my wife, who has caught it in, intermittently just because she likes Jason Bateman and everything, but she has too much adult ADD to watch an entire series like this. Okay. She watched the end with me, and when Darlene got shot, she was, like, heartbroken. And I had to explain to her, and it ended up being a <laughs> soliloquy, like – she cut the baby out of the womb of a preacher's <laughs> wife. It's okay. She killed her husband. Okay. She she kills people by tainting heroin. It's okay. And, 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 Speaking of her husband, my wife has to hate watching this show with me because I still, to this day, two years after that man's death, probably 30 times an episode say, Marty Bird. <laughs> Marty Bird. You know, I... Do you remember uh, Sons of Anarchy? Did you both? Have I never watched. Never that. watched I it. Yeah. No, I'll leave it then. All right, but um, I didn't see that. But I did like what I, I'm. really, really anxious to see what happens with Ruth. I, I don't. I think she may just. I hope she gets everything. I hope she ends up with well, all. Well, and money. here's the thing: she's by herself now, right? I mean, she was the last she's of the Langhorns, and she's got the baby now. And three. Yeah, that's true. And three is one of the most uninteresting characters. Calm down. You haven't, you don't even know three. Like I know three. <laughs> Go ahead. That's all I got. Yeah. But they did that whole thing with the seeds where she went and I was kind of tuning that, out. Of the, that was weird. And, and I'm then not, they went I'm, with Marty planting the tomatoes. I think what they're setting up is the fact that now she has, she has roots that, that with that baby that she's now has, that she has kind of a, a, a root system that she can go live her life. I think that is foreshadowing. That's, She's going to win and, the Game of Thrones. And, that, and that's the, the, the part that I didn't understand because I never got into tarot cards or palm reading. I, my parents, if they hear this, they'll be so disappointed. I went to one psychic reading in my lifetime with a with a former love interest was who was say, who was about to be a chick who was about halfway insane who who said that you know basically we were going to end up being married and having a family together, which if it, you know it was probably the plan going yeah b bad day for a psychic. Yeah. Um, so I didn't understand that scene. Um, so that explanation makes sense. I think. The idea of her going to her aunt, I guess it was. I think the idea of her going to get those seeds was that's what she was going to give, what's his name, uh, Wyatt, for his wedding, that he was going to plant seeds, but I think it ended up being... You know what? Wyatt, wrong nothing, place, wrong time. Yeah, well, wrong Wyatt, well, yeah. you know, there is no mo more unholy alliance than he and Darlene. You know, I'm, I'm glad for Wyatt. Boy, it's gone. sexy, though. <laughs> I'm glad they're both gone. Uh, yeah. All right. If, if, if you're just now coming back, um, we're done. If you haven't watched Ozark, and you should have by now, quite frankly. Yeah. Here, put them all on that. Well, all right. I'll tell you what, then. If you've got them, then I'm going to throw some little extra. Uh, what down. else before we wrap up here? Super Bowl, Rams minus four and a half, over under 48 and a half. Has anybody got, uh, anybody got anything? Haven't even thought about it. All right. Um, I made a list. I put out a little thing, overrated. I'll, I'll go down my list. I don't know if you guys made one, but um, I think Duran Duran is overrated. Completely. Always have can't stand Duran Duran. Chip Jamerson's going to hate me for that. I think Starbucks is overrated. Mm -hmm. I think uh, my cup of coffee that I can make at Dunks, the Viking Mart on my own or Huck's no. is fine. It's just fine. Dunks, I love it. number one in the coffee world. Who? And I'll, Dunkin' Donuts, for God's sake. Did you just call it Dunks? It's you're dunks, on that. Man. You're oh on God! That. He lived in Boston for about three seconds. <laughs> Screw him. No shit about dunks. Oh <laughs> good God! Uh, what else do I have? Um, er, uh, taking a selfie every single place you go is overrated. I don't think anybody gives a shit. Has anybody ever at. seen my selfie? No. You've I've, taken one. I've taken one. Uh, one. James Harden in a big game is way overrated. I think he's amazing in in October and in shitty in June. Uh, and any wrestler, not including the road dog with the last name Armstrong, is incredibly. <laughs> oh, well, my list 
starts and stops. They didn't start and stop. But analytics guy yeah, okay. is incredibly overrated. Wins, wins against replacement? Yes. I think it's. I think they're taking the one thing that we can love and sapping the 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 the, you know, the joy out of it. Bro country is overrated. Oh, that's a great country one. country rap crap. Country rap crap is overrated. Mozzarella sticks at any restaurant. Oh, I don't know if I'm with you there. I'd like a good mozzarella stick. Uh, are overrated. Okay, I'll, I'll, and here and, and here's my last one. Are you ready for this? We're, yes. Since we're on a sports podcast, intellectual coaches exhaust me. If I have to listen to Steve Kerr, oh my God, Greg Popovich, Coach, shut up, <laughs> Coach hate K. Them because they're liberals. No, I'm not. I'm hating them because <laughs> we're not going to have peace in Israel because Popovich grows his hair out. He won championships because of Tim Duncan. That's it. That's the tweet. And guess what? That's Coach, what it, shut up. You're Coach right there. K, no. Coach K having a podcast. By the way, he's a conservative. Oh, let's. He's so interesting. No. They're coaches. That's it. Quit giving them platforms on world and geopolitical issues. They are fools. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. First of all, first of all, <laughs> Steve Kerr. 55 minutes into the show before Deco told Todd has, to shut up this has, week. Has some of the greatest t shirts. He's got the all. Oh man! Oh my God! He's he's got an Almond Brother shirt. Oh God! Elect him president. Shut up, okay. Lancaster. Okay. Do you have hot takes or do you not? Yes, I do. Okay, let's go. Any baseball player born after 1982. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, there was somebody in the Pro Bowl born in the 2000s uh, this year. My oh, whole God. thing. I got into it with my son the other day because it was a, and I put it on the Facebook. Nolan Ryan. On a certain day in 1974, through 235 pitches, yes. I saw struck this. out 19. This is where I developed my list from this conversation with you in the hospitality room. Oh, my God. It, it was crazy. I'm sorry I yelled at you. Why? <laughs> You're nutty. You know, 235 pitches, 26 complete games that year. Okay? But we need pitch counts. We need pitch counts. Bob Gibson, how many times did he throw more than 250 innings? You know what I mean? One right after the other. After I, I, we could probably do an overrated or a pet peeve. Both show just on Major League Baseball. Well, it goes, it goes to what he, had, what he had to say a little bit. Um, it, it's just with the, with, the, with the stat guys. You know, nobody pitched as well as Bob Gibson, period. Nobody pitched as well as Warren Spahn. I had to go back a little ways from Warren Spahn. Yeah, but, that's fine. You know, but, but that's I, – I, and in my son, he was defending him and – Defending, he said he only made one hundred fifty thousand dollars. They didn't have to protect him. You're right; he did only make one hundred fifty thousand a year, but he was the highest paid player I, I would in just, Major yeah. League Baseball. I would just never dream that you, one of the most likable people on the planet, would produce somebody so unlikable. But you've done it. I've done it. You've done it with Max. <laughs> I just don't get that. I don't get it. It, it, it goes to the, the bias. It goes to the the recent recency bias. bias. Yes, we talked recency about that. bias, yep. and that's what people I agree. have today. Well, um, we could talk all night, but they're ready to close here at yep. Redbones Bar and Grill. And don't forget this and every episode of the B3 Podcast brought to you by Travis Brett and Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. One agent for all your insurance needs. And, of course, Casa Sevilla in Odin. So, um, lots of good high school basketball. Boys actually going to play. So that's exciting. We can talk about next week. And next week, got a big guest. And I don't know if he's going to be here, he's going to call in, or we're going to have to, I'm going to have to tape the interview sometime in between now and next Wednesday night. But uh, Rhett Wiersba, the associate head coach of the Indiana women's program, is going to be a guest on the B3 pod. And I'm really excited about that. I'm trying to get I'm Glenn a, Robinson for us. I am a Morin Mark. <laughs> Um, as we Deco and I went up there last week, or yeah, had weekend. a great time on Sunday. And by the way, if you want to take your sons, daughters, wives, whoever up there this week, Saturday afternoon at three p.m., tickets are only a dollar. Yeah, get in there. <laughs> so go see them. But Rhett's going to be here uh, uh, with us next week in some form or fashion, and we'll talk to him about the Indiana program. Like I said, I'm a Moore and Mark, and and love Coach Moore and her program. They're yep. fun to watch, and if they can, uh, they can get things going and, and get some injured players back. Where uh, she we'll go to school, be, by the way? I 
think, well, he knows the answer to this. I was going to say I think, and then, but then I looked at his face. I think she went to. Uh, she got a $10 million buyout. How'd that work for the last, you know, women's coach that left IU to went to Purdue? What is she now? Oh, yeah. Fire. <laughs> <laughs> so, big weekend of boys basketball, and uh, I would say good luck to the Vincennes Reve Lady of Patriots, but I wouldn't mean it, so I'm not going to say yeah. it. Todd, read, read Todd's wise words in the Washington Time Herald. Always good stuff. Voice of the Vikings all weekend on the general. Thanks to uh, thanks to everybody for listening. Hit the subscribe button if you know some idiot that doesn't know how to do a podcast. Teach him how to download it. And hit the subscribe button and let our sponsors know that you heard them on the V3 podcast. See you, Brino's mom. Bridgeport slash Lawrenceville, Illinois. Home Tom- of the Salukis. And Tommy Lincells, triple guilty.